This is Around the Farm, the podcast about all things that. I'm your host, Clint Schaffer, and today we're going to be talking about all things Farm Progress Show. And with us, we have Matt Youngman, the National Events Manager, and my neighbor, joining us here today. Enjoy the show. Well, Matt, thanks for joining us here on Around the Farm. Uh, how about you, you, you give us a, a quick uh, intro to our, uh, to our listeners here? Good to be with you, Clint. Um, I, Matt Youngman, I am the National Events Director for Farm Progress. So um, your, your audience would probably be familiar with the Farm Progress Show or Husker Harvest Days. That's where I spend about 80% of my professional time. Uh, we also do the Farm Futures Summit and we own a, a half of the New York Farm Show. So all of the live events that Farm Progress has anything to do with are my responsibility. So I run those. I work uh, out of my home office here in, in Western Illinois, not too far from you. And uh, our family also farms here in, in Warren and Mercer County. So uh, kind of right in the middle of your stomping grounds as well. Yes, yeah, so I, I think we're only about 10 miles away from each other right now as we're, uh, as we're recording this. So uh, I, I always chuckle. I, you know, the, the, the first time that, uh, that you and I actually uh, ended up talking face to face, it had to be like three hours away from where we live, even though we lived on the same road at the time, you know, clear over in Decatur. So. Yeah, we live two miles apart, but we had to go to Decatur, Illinois and stand on West Avenue to meet each other in person for the first time. That's exactly right. And exactly. I should probably I should probably mention, I apologize for my surroundings here, but uh, um, as you know, we talked ahead of time, it's the the regional FFA livestock show. So I've got uh, I've got one son that is showing a steer and I've got another son that's got five pigs. And so it, the, the goat show is going on right now, so I'm not missing anything, but uh, the rest of my afternoon will have will be chasing chasing cattle and pigs around. Well, that is exciting, Matt, and uh, I, I wish your boys the uh, the best of luck. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they, they bring home some prizes. Well, Matt, I like to talk to you about farm progress. I mean, this is not just uh, some small undertaking. This is like you know a huge, huge outdoor show. You guys have you know your own uh, own locations. I mean, when does prep work start for for farm progress show? Or maybe I should say, does it ever stop? <laughs> It, you know, the funny thing is that that um, prep work for the next show starts Wednesday of whatever show is going on. So, um, you know, for example, it Wednesday of this year on August 31st of this year um, will will be when planning for either the next Decatur show or even the next Boone show, the 2024 show starts because, you know, you, you work all the exhibitors, we're working closely with the exhibitors right now to get everything kind of started, get all the, all the plans in place. End of July is when the tents will actually start to go up and you prep and prep and prep. But by the time you get to noon Wednesday, by the time you get to the middle of the middle day, the, whatever needs to be fixed will be fixed and that show will be up and running and, and everything will be working right. And that's when, you know, realistically, that's when I start scribbling down all my notes and we start setting meetings for the off season um, to, to get the plans in place. And so it is really, you know, it's, it's certainly a full-time job. There's, there's a lot going on. It's all, it all culminates in those three days. It all happens in those three days, but it's, it's a full-time job doing the planning and there's a lot of outside influences. You know, just this year, 
we're going to have a portion of a new traffic route in place. Well, that's that's been going on, building an overpass over the railroad tracks north of the Boone site. That's been going on for four years and securing funding and getting all that stuff put together. So, you know, there are a lot of these kind of long-term projects that you're working on to, because they they are outside things that impact the show, you know, whether it's road construction or, you know, mergers. We're building we're building a, a 2022 Farm Progress show in Boone. And the last time we were there and actually had a live show was 2018. Well, the industry is completely different than it was in 2018 than the map that we built off of. You know, just as an example, there was a bear lot that was the old bear. And then there was all of the Monsanto components. Well, since 2018, that's all come together, obviously. So just that, as an example, is is what kind of turns the exhibit field upside down and makes it makes it really fresh for 2022. Well, I mean, and there's, I think of like all the times that I've attended uh, Farm Progress, I think I have like probably somewhere north of 12 exhibit, exhibitor pens sitting in my desk right now, right? A uh, little, little collection that I've had throughout the years. Um, but I mean, you're, you're working with like local, you know, municipalities. And I mean, I know there's like, there's county sheriffs, there's state troopers, all of that that's working. And then I think you also have, I mean, a, a pretty large crew of volunteers throughout the show as well, right? Yeah, that's, that is exactly right. Um, you know, we, we couldn't do the show without all that, that local support and, things that you just mentioned, the the volunteer groups, the traffic routing, all that kind of thing. I, I'll admit that all got a lot easier when we went to permanent sites. Back in the 90s when I first started doing this, and, and you know, I moved to, in, in January of 1995, I moved to Terre Haute, Indiana, and Andy Tank and I had to build a show out of nothing in a cornfield. So you have to, you had to design the traffic routes, you had to recruit every one of the volunteers, you had, you had to build the power grid. I mean, you had to put in a water system. It, it was it, it was building something out of nothing and completely rebuilding it every year. And now that we've gone to permanent sites, you know, the, the traffic in 08, the first time that we were in Boone, or the traffic in 05, the first time we were in Decatur, those weren't perfect, but they were pretty good and they were something that we could build, build from. And now, you know, we're just kind of tweaking things. We're, we're, we're either tweaking things because we needed to fix them or there's some other thing that has happened that we need to work around like a new business has gone up, gone and, you know, change the traffic routing slightly or road construction or some of those kind of things. But it's, it, it's, it's sure a lot easier. And what that's allowed us to do rather than put all that bandwidth towards, you know, reinventing the wheel every year, we're able to put that bandwidth towards, working with Amy to do better things at the DeKalb booth or put bringing in a, 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 a concert or, you know, this year I'm, I can kind of, I can break news here with you on this podcast. This is, this is, this will be the first time that I've, that I've spoken of this outside of the people that know it. The, the varied industries tent that you're, you, you may be familiar with the varied industries tent is where all the 10 by 10 booths are. Just yesterday, the Iowa soybean association voted to support a project where we're going to pour asphalt under that, uh, where that tent stands. So rather than that, that being grass or wood chip surface inside that tent, as of yesterday, 
that is now going to be an asphalt surface where that tent stands. So that's that's your breaking news, Clint. Congratulations. You're the first person that's heard that outside of the company or Iowa Soybean. And I should also mention it's a great partnership with Iowa State University and some of their research that that, that they're the ones that brought this to the table and, and kind of made it happen. So, you know, that's a that is a heck of an improvement. Um, it, it ends up being that tent is a 41,000 square foot tent. So we're laying almost an acre of asphalt down. Uh, and that work actually is going to begin Tuesday right after the 4th of July. So pretty, ex pretty excited. Um, and, and, you know, that's the kind of thing. Those are the kinds of things that now that we're not reinventing the wheel at temporary sites, those are the th improvements that we can work on making. Well, well, Matt, that uh, that hits a, a personal note to me. I worked that varied industries tent for for many years, uh, selling uh, directly out of a booth, and uh, it is it is it never it never ceased to amaze me the amount of dust that can come off of wood chips after three days of foot traffic. Right, so uh, I, I know anybody that is uh, that is going to be working that uh, that you know that, that varied industries tent having asphalt down that is a game changer. So the congratulations on that move. It it is a it is a big deal, and 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 it never you know, it if you were on the edges of that tent, if you were on the outer edges of that tent, all the water if it would rain would would run down the sides of the tent and and pool under your feet, and so you were either standing in mud or dust or something like that. So this is this is definitely going to be an improvement for you know that heck there's 150 exhibitors under that under that one acre of tent there, so. It, that's a that's 150 exhibitors that are a lot happier today than they were yesterday. I can I can assure you. Well, we've talked a little bit about you know all these all the different pieces and moving parts of, of Farm Progress Show. Uh, how about you just give us a just for maybe if there's a listener out there that that isn't isn't quite familiar with with Farm Progress, uh, give us a quick overview on on really what the show is and and really what the you know what 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 the uh, the whole plan is there. Yep. So. You know, kind of the the elevator pitch on on Farm Progress Show and Husker Harvest Days, for that matter. Every industry has has its trade show. Every you know whether you are a a nurse or a bus driver or or you're in the construction industry, there's a trade show for every industry out there. And the the Farm Progress Show is the trade show for the producers of our food, fiber, and fuel. And when you go to a trade show, you, you want to learn what are, what's the latest breaking tools, technologies, things that are going to impact the operation or your, your business. And, and so that's what Farm Progress Show is. And, and of all of the farm shows, I, I kind of u utilize the analogy that the Farm Progress Show is kind of like the Detroit Auto Show for farming. And what that means is if you look at the Detroit Auto Show, that's where Chevy, Ford, Dodge, name your favorite you know, brand, but that is where they're going to roll out the next new vehicle or the concept vehicles, or that is where they're, that's where the media gathers to, to cover the latest in the industry. That's what the farm progress show is. It's the first one out of the gate in the cycle of the big, of the big fall shows. It has the largest attendance uh, in terms of visitors. It has the largest attendance in terms of media and the largest attendance in terms of international visitors as well. So they are coming and, you know, if, if John Deere is going to roll out a new tractor, they are going to un unveil it at the Farm Progress Show. If, if Bear is going to roll out new technologies or new hybrids, they're going to unveil that at the Farm Progress Show. And, and so, um, you know, we're, we're blessed a little bit because of our geography, Iowa and Illinois, where we rotate between. We rotate between two permanent sites, one in Boone, Iowa, 
and one in Decatur, Illinois. And, you know, those are Iowa and Illinois are the uh, capitals for corn and soybean production. So we're pretty blessed to cover that geography. So that that certainly helps us. And the reason that these trade shows occur where they do, you know, most trade shows are going to occur in Vegas or Orlando at one of the big convention centers. We do them in the farmer's backyard, first of all, because, you know, it's in their backyard and they can come visit it. But second of all, we can grow crops there and actually run machines and put these machines side by side and head to head and and put them to work. So that's the reason that you do what is the, the Farm Progress Show and Husker Harvest Days are actually tied at almost 4 million square feet of, exi- of, of exhibit area, they're the largest trade shows in the country. There are, there's nothing in Vegas, there's nothing in Orlando that's bigger than the Farm Progress Show or Husker Harvest Day. So we put on these enormous trade shows right there in the Midwest, and that goes back to something that we talked about earlier. It takes the whole community to pull it off, something that big. We've got to have those volunteer groups to flip the burgers and take admission and park cars and work info booths and run the field demo trams and all of these jobs that have to be done. You know, we can't call on temp agencies like we would if we were doing a trade show at a convention hall in Vegas. We've got to call on rotary clubs and churches and 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 all these different Lions clubs and folks that that actually do the work. I don't get to personally greet every visitor at the gates. The the volunteers, the local folks are the ones that are that are greeting these folks and welcoming them to the show. If, if someone's out here listening, Matt, and they would uh, like to volunteer or, or understand how to volunteer if they're uh, close to one of these sites or they want to drive in and, and spend a week working at uh, at Farm Progress Show, uh, do, do you have a way of somebody, you know, reaching out and volunteering? Absolutely. We, uh, we, we're, we still need some folks in the parking lots to help us guide cars in. Um, and you can just go to farmprogressshow.com. I'm I'm in there. Dina Morgan organizes all of our volunteers. She's there. You can go straight to her or just, just come to me and I'll get you forward to the right place. Individuals doing stuff is a little bit difficult, but we sure love to get, you know, if, if you're in central Iowa and, and you're looking to do some fundraising for your nonprofit organization, we, you know, we'd certainly welcome folks to, to join us. And, and, you know, even even if you just want to check it out for this year and then maybe step up for the 2024 show, we'd sure welcome you to do that as well. Oh, that is that is great. Um, you know, you talk about uh, the difference between, you know, you got these two permanent sites and they're absolutely beautiful sites. Uh, my, my hat goes off to you for just all the work that, that y'all have done, whether it's uh, uh, drainage, whether it's the, the way that the streets are set up or whether it's those very welcome to air conditioning uh, bathrooms that, uh, that y'all put in there because Farm Progress Show can get hot as we all know that, uh, that work there. So that's always a nice uh, nice little add on there too. But uh, what site is your favorite? If you, I know this is probably <laughs> like trying to tell, you know ask who your favorite kid is, but I gotta right. ask, which one are you gonna pick? Okay, so that's a that is a great question, and I, you know, to to your air conditioned restroom statement, it is amazing. It is amazing how how big of a deal that is. I mean that 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 gets kudos no matter where we go. So here's my answer to which is my favorite. I grew up in Central Iowa. I grew up and graduated high school from Adel, Iowa. So Boone, Iowa, is is 45 minutes from where my mom lives and where my brother lives in Des Moines. So. Boy, Boone is pretty special to me, but you never forget your first one either. And 
Decatur was the first one that we ever built. So we built Decatur in 2005. Um, my wife was working for the University of Illinois. We were living in Champaign and I was driving over to Decatur for the entire, every day of 2005, I drove from Champaign over to, over to, over to Decatur to build that site. Um, all of my kids were, were, well, my first two kids, my sons were born in Champaign. Um, you know, so I, it, it is, it is exactly like telling me which is your favorite kid, Clint. N neither one of them are my favorite. And I would make somebody mad if I said something, but boy, Decatur being the first one that we build and, and it's, it's been so successful. Here's a funny story about, about Decatur, Clint. You can go back and I know for a fact, you can go back to starting at the 1991 show, just the 91 show happened to be not too far from Decatur. Starting in 1991, every show that we did in Illinois lost a day due to rain. So the 91 show, the 94 show in Bloomington, the 97 show in Seneca, the 2000 show in Springfield, and the 2003 show, the 50th anniversary show, every one of those shows lost a day to rain. So then we go to Decatur and bury $5 million worth of storm sewer drainage. And we have never had a drop of rain at an Illinois farm progress show since we did that. That is the, the fact that the fact that every, every show from 91 to 03 lost a day to rain. And then we've never had a drop on the last two Decatur shows. It rained the night before, but never when the gates were open, if we had a drop of rain fall on that show site. So the, the, the moral of the story is bury $5 million worth of storm sewer drainage and, and it doesn't rain. It's just like washing your car will make it rain. Well, uh, you know, getting yourself prepared for rainfall and you never have any rain. We, you know, we, we installed our one and only center pivot down around Keysburg on the, on the sand down there. So of course, close to the Mississippi. And we installed that in 1993, the year <laughs> of the big Mississippi flood, that, that center pivot, Never made a full circle. <laughs> and if you'd have tried, you'd have gotten it stuck. Yep, that is that is exactly the same. <laughs> I think we did get it stuck. I think we had to pull it out once. So, yep. Well, you know, you also talked about working with you know folks like like Amy at uh, at Bayer um, and uh, and working with with folks uh, in different companies. You know, can you talk about kind of the the importance of having industry support and and sponsors of of an event like this? Well, you know, it, it, as a blanket statement, I I will get the question. So, Matt, tell me what's new at the Farm Progress Show this year. Well, not very much of it is anything that I'm doing. The stuff that's new at the Farm Progress Show is brought to us by our exhibitors. It's our exhibitors that make it fresh and new every year. And it's the effort and the, the money and the time and, and the planning that they put into the Farm Progress Show or Husker Harvest Days or New York Farm Show or whatever you wanna talk about. It's the work they do that make it, um, that, that make it new and fresh every year. And, and so, I mean, I need to tip my hat to them that it's their work that makes the show. They're not, the visitors to the show are not coming to see us. They're, you know, they may come to the the Prairie Farmer or the Wallace's Farmer Hospitality Tent, which is our exhibit at the show. But boy, they sure are going to hit, you know, John Deere, Case IH, DeKalb, Pioneer. They're going to, they're going to hit them all and, and see what's new at all those places. And more specifically to your question, this is this is kind of a carnival. I mean, the, the the folks that are doing it 
I'm going to work with, I'm going to work with them in, in Boone, Iowa at the end of August. And then a whole lot of them are going to be with me in Grand Island, Nebraska, two weeks later. And then a whole lot of them are going to go off to farm science review in London, Ohio, and then a couple weeks break. And they're going to be in, in Moultrie, Georgia, Sunbelt Ag Expo. Not all of them by any means, but a lot of them make those, make those circuits. And so you build, you build friendships, you build relationships, you know, when, when Amy's air conditioning goes down on a hot day in Decatur and we've got to, we've got to blaze a trail to drag a new generator in to run the air conditioning unit, you know, that's a high stress moment for her. And we end up working together as a team to fix those kinds of problems. And, and so, um, you know, you, you, you lean on each other and I'll, I'll go back. I believe it was about 2007 at Husker Harvest Days there was a big wind that came through in the middle of the night. The wind always blows in Nebraska. You, you know, they don't even think it's windy in Grand Island, Nebraska until they're leaning into it. They, they just are pretty familiar with heavy winds, but it was a pretty devastating wind. It took out some tents, some tents flew into some tractors and broke glass and all this kind of stuff in the middle of the night. And, um, I was so impressed. New Holland took the brunt of it. There was a, a big tent across the street from New Holland that blew over and really tore up some of the some of the machinery over there. And it was 6:30 in the morning. The sun wasn't even up yet, and I had called in all these exhibitors to say, "Hey, you better get out here and check your stuff out and make sure that everything's okay and let's get everything safe so that we can open the gates at eight o'clock in the morning." And I will never forget that there were there were John Deere shirts on the New Holland lot. There were Case IH shirts on the New Holland lot. There were Pioneer shirts, DeKalb shirts. You know, there were there were folks that just heard that 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 we needed help. That that the exhibitors, some of the exhibitors needed help, and they all pitched in, and and everybody pulled together to to get it to get it pulled off. And you know, back when the show used to rotate around, and and we had to do a lot more pulling cars out of parking lots and that kind of thing. You know, you'd just go to you'd go to Ray Bowerman at Case IH and say, Ray, I really need a tractor. And he'd just throw you a fist full of keys and you just take whatever you need to get the job done. And, and so pulling something like this together is, it is, it is, it's a big, big team. Whether you're talking about the volunteers or the landscapers or the electricians or, you know, all of these people are all pulling in the same direction. As you get closer and closer to the show, you can just feel everybody pulling in the direction of, of trying to make the best show they possibly can. And so it's a, it's a really rewarding thing. It's, it's, it's heck on earth when it's going on sometimes, you know, when it's raining sideways and things are going wrong and you're having to clear the grounds because of lightning or something like that. But when you are able to kind of step back and look at it and, and enjoy the success that, that it, that it turns out to be, um, it's a, it's a great team effort. You know, I, I think it goes back to that first comment that we were talking about of, uh, community and relationships, right? Uh, and, uh, that's the cool part about the ag community. It doesn't matter what logo is on your shirt. Uh, everybody's going to pull in and, and, and help out. Right. And, uh, and I think that's just, uh, uh, I, I can't speak to other industries, but I can I can darn well speak to ag, and I can say it's one of the best uh, industries to work work in and around, and the people are just absolutely amazing. I, and I don't think that we are congratulating ourselves for anything that's not true here. And and I, and the reason that I can say that is that we work. I, I work for a company. Our parent company, Informa, is is based in London. It's the largest trade show company in the world. 
And we own the Monaco Yacht Show. We own beauty shows in China and, and, and we own shows in Dubai and we own all the yacht shows and boat shows in Florida and World of Concrete and just lots of industries we have trade shows in. And people from within the company will come and visit one of our shows and, and you know, they love working with the farm shows. They, of all the shows they do, it, you know, part of it is because they're so unique. You know, the, the farm progress show and Husker harvest days are, they are trade shows like no other, you know, they, they are just extremely unique from the standpoint that they're not occurring in a convention hall. They're not occurring in Vegas or Orlando. They're, they're very unique. So they love that, but then they just love the audience. They love the crowd, the exhibitors, the visitors. They, they love the people that they're working with. And, and I think it's because of that, that it's, you know, it's a, it's a celebration of agriculture. So everybody's in a pretty good mood when they're there and, and everybody's, everybody's just celebrating the industry. And it's always fun to be in and around the, the cutting edge stuff, the new stuff that's being released. You know, I, I, uh, another one that a new exhibit, I'm just breaking all kinds of news with you, Clint here, but the, <laughs> we just had an exhibitor. I've been, I've been waiting for this exhibitor to sign up and the application just came through today. I just actually assigned them on the show site today. It's a company called rise and they make a six. It's like a giant drone. They make a six rotor helicopter, but you strap yourself in it. And they oh, wow. are, they're going to be marketing it at the show to kind of not replace your ATV, but instead of your ATV, you might go and jump in this helicopter and go and scout your field or check your cattle or do anything like that from above. And it doesn't require any, um, any pilot's licenses or anything like that, but it's a six rotor helicopter that you can kind of sit in. It's, it, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see the thing in person and, um, I'm, uh, I've been talking to the CEO, Clint, and I think that maybe we need to use that somewhere in somewhere between Warren and Mercer County here in Illinois, and we can kind of go out and do a little crop scouting with it. You're reading my mind, Matt. I was going to say, you know, when you get the opportunity to run that on your farm, stop by ours. I want to see this. So we, we got to check this thing out. Yeah, it's uh, it's got... It'll go, it'll go 60 miles an hour and it's got like 30 minutes of run time. So I can get to your house. I don't know if I'll get home, but I can get to your house. <laughs> hey, there you go. Well, one of the things I did want to call out, we've mentioned Husker Harvest Days a couple of times too, you know, and we've spent a lot of time talking about farm progress. I just got to say, uh, when I first started going out to Grand Island, uh, where I was so impressed on that, you talked about uh, how, you know, with, with row crops being in Illinois and Iowa, it was so cool to see the irrigation aspect of, of Husker Harvest. And it's like, if you want to talk to the industry experts in and around irrigation, Husker Harvest is the premier place to go. I mean, I, I was, I, I said, I was just beside myself on, on how that show was set up uh, specifically around that, that irrigation aspect. Yeah. You know, as a, as a guy that grew up, farming in Iowa, I didn't know much about pivots, about pivot irrigation when I took this job in 2004. And it has been a real pleasure to learn about that industry. And and when you talk about the big four pivot companies, uh, TNL, Ranky, Valley, and Zomatic, Lindsay, um, they, they put on the biggest exhibits, the biggest show they put on all year is at Husker Harvest Day. So, you know, a guy like you that is farming you know, farming in a place, even in Illinois, where you might use pivot irrigation, 
I, I try to push people to Husker Harvest Days, whether you're in irrigation or beef. You know, the, the, the whole Northwest quadrant of that show is all about beef. And, you know, you'll see head shoot manufacturers, you'll see cattle handling componentry that you just don't see here in, in the rest of the Midwest. And it's because they- I think you had dog handling there at one point. Uh, I remember yep. seeing a bunch of uh, Australian shepherds that were uh, on one of the gates there. And I sat there probably for a, an hour. I was probably supposed to be selling something at a tent, but I sat yep. there and watched those dogs because that was fascinating. That is, a, that is a time vampire. You will sit there and it will suck a half hour out of your life watching those dogs herd They'll herd ducks and sheep and cattle, and it's just the coolest thing to sit there and watch it happen. And yeah, that happens throughout the day, every day. And we've got uh, cattle handling demonstrations, nine different head shoots in the cattle handling demonstrations. And so, you know, when when you talk about Husker Harvest Days, it is all about irrigated row crops and beef. And and you know, a guy down the road from you, Todd Line, I talked him into going out there, and he came home with a head shoot in the back of his truck. And and so, I mean, it's a <laughs> It's it's uh, it's a heck of a show and 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 something that that we're real proud of. We um, you probably been going long enough that before 2018, when we had the ditches along the sides of the roads and, and that kind of thing, we did a at the 40th anniversary, we did a complete rebuild of that site and paved the roads and put in storm sewer drainage and improved the electrical distribution and the internet distribution and and um, you know that that's a that's probably that that's the third one that we built. I mentioned that we built Decatur first. We made some mistakes and we did a better job of building Boone, fixed some of the mistakes that we made in Indicator. And then the third one that we, we did was rebuild Husker Harvest Days. And we take, took all the lessons from building Decatur and Boone and made Husker Harvest Days. Realistically, you know, I've been, I've, I've, this job, I've been real, really fortunate. This job has taken me all over the world just doing farm shows, which sounds crazy, but I've been to farm shows in Australia, New Zealand. Germany, Brazil, Canada, and and I I have to say that Husker Harvest Days is probably the finest outdoor ag trade show facility anywhere on the planet. No nobody has what we have in Grand Island, so we're we're really proud of that. And and you know same thing there. Uh, all this a lot of the same folks that I work closely with in in Boone this year. I'm going to see Amy at, at Husker Harvest Days um, when she makes her trip out there to put that thing together and. DeKalb actually is doubling their size this year. They're going, um, going to take the full block there um, where that where they've typically oh, wow. been. So, really excited about uh, about Husker Harvest Days this year. You know, it it um, I, I it stands alone as a fantastic trade show. You know, Farm Progress shows the first one out of the gate, but uh, for those folks in the Western Corn Belt and folks like you that do irrigation anywhere in the Midwest or anywhere in the world, really. Husker Harvest Days needs to be on everybody's bucket list and 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 more than just once. Uh, no, absolutely. Well, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about attending these shows. Uh, how do, how does somebody you know get access to to go to uh, to to whether it's Farm Progress, whether it's Husker Harvest? How how does somebody get in? Well, you know, it's it's real easy. Even you know, you can decide day of and walk up and pay your pay your admission there at the gate and just just walk into the show. Um, we have advanced tickets available for both shows on, on each one of the websites. If you buy that advanced ticket, you're going to get it at a discount 
and it's going to speed your entry into the show because you're going to print your ticket out at home. It's going to have a barcode on it. You'll just walk up through the fast pass lanes and scan your ticket and and walk right in. It's it's about the same speed as you're going to walk into the show with your exhibitor pin on. You just you, you walk right in. And, you know, we, we've got great information at, at on both websites, farmprogressshow.com and huskerharvestdays.com. Both of the smartphone apps are out and available. Um, there's hotel information on both of the websites. Um, at, at Husker, you're staying a little bit further away. And, you know, you may be to get a hotel in York right now, you're about 40 minutes away from the show site. For Farm Progress Show, there's a really cool tool at visitcentraliowa.com, which is linked out from our website. There are plenty of hotel rooms in Ankeny and Johnston. You know, the, the hotel room impact of the show is about is about 4500 hotel room ho- hotel rooms to to fill farm progress show and within an hour drive time of Boone there are like 14000 hotel rooms so hotel rooms are no problem at Boone if folks want to want to make the trip over i think um everybody's kind of got their show if if you're if you're where we are we're we're right in between the two but i think folks <laughs> exactly. in illinois they have their show. They go to the Decatur show or, the, or if you're in, in Iowa, you go to the Iowa show. But I would certainly invite everybody uh, to make the trip from from kind of wherever they are. And I think there's a lot of the Midwest that maybe didn't get their crop in quite as early as they'd like. So they're not going to be pressed to be in the field at the end of August. And I think it's possible that maybe they're going to have a, little, a few extra dollars at the end of this year that they would rather give to somebody other than the tax man so maybe they're gonna have some money to spend you might want to come and and sort out some of your options uh on on what you want to do for that and you know it's these these are very unique days you're you're buying things that hopefully you can get your hands on it's uh you know talking to them about delivery and and you know what are the holdups it's it's just crazy when i talk to these exhibitors the thing that keeps them from shipping a unit out i just talked to a, a a guy at rouse rakes and He's he could be moving a lot more rakes if he could just get PTO shafts. If if he had more PTO wow. shafts, he could ship more machines out. But he just doesn't have enough of those. That's what's holding him up. Well, Matt, I, I can tell you, Farm Progress Show is my favorite show of the year. I love attending that. I've attended it, like I said, for for years. Um, I, it's just it's always an experience. I love talking to the people. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's always interesting. Uh, each location, I know, I know who I'm going to see, right? And uh, and you have you have the folks that uh, that I always look forward to talking to. It's such a great networking uh, opportunity with just various farmers from not only here in the Midwest but all over the globe. And uh, I, I can't wait to get there uh, get there this uh, this year as well. So I'll be I'll be out there in the in the DeKalb Asgrow tent, uh, you know, talking talking to everybody that walks through. So. That's that sounds good. Everybody needs to mark their calendars for August 30, 31 and September 1st for Farm Progress Show in Boone, Iowa and September 13th, 14th and 15th for Husker Harvest Days. Well, Matt, I know that you're busy. I know that uh, you probably got some uh, either the the, the pigs or the cattle. I got to be probably uh, coming up. I probably kept you over your time. But, man, I appreciate you coming on here and, and having this conversation. It's been an absolute pleasure. All right. Well, we'll see you around the neighborhood and thank you very much for having me. Hey, a big thanks to Matt for joining us here on the show. And also thanks for all the breaking news on the podcast here. That was awesome. 
And for those of you that want to attend Farm Progress Show, be sure to go out to farmprogressshow.org to get registered. Also, if you like this podcast, be sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and share it with a few friends as well. And as always, Around the Farm is brought to you by Climate Field View, and you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts from. And also, until next time, we'll see you around the farm.